0: Welcome to the Faith Talk Podcast. We're excited you are listening today. Prepare to be challenged and inspired through today's episode. We pray that every fear is dispelled and your faith is increased as you hear the Word of God. Now, let's listen in with our host, Caleb Schaefer. Hello everybody, God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast again today. I'm actually out on another walk and uh, just hit the record button on my phone, and just, I felt to just share with you. I don't know if this is how these podcasts are going to be for now. I have no clue, but I do know that when God speaks, I want to relay the message, and uh, I want to let you know what I feel He's saying and what's on my heart, and so I just try to be obedient, and um, so I wanted to uh, bring to you today a scripture from Genesis chapter 3, and this is the Portion of the Bible where Adam and Eve fell. Uh, They listened to the voice of the serpent over the voice of God, and God had told them certain things that they were to do and were not to do. And Adam and Eve just kind of fell into this trap, and it's so easy to do because the devil, the Bible tells us he's cunning, he is wise. And he watches our every move. He watches how we act. He watches what we respond to. And so even if you don't say anything, uh, even if you don't let anything come out of your mouth, the enemy is studying you. The enemy is watching how you react to certain temptations. He'll throw temptation your way, and he'll see how you react to it. And uh, when you give in to those temptations, then he can continue to tempt you in that direction and uh, that's what a lot of people don't realize. They think, oh, well, I'll just do this. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not addicted to this or I'm not bound up by this sin. I just do it every once in a while. And what happens is that you think that you're safe and you think that you're above uh, a, a huge mess up. You think that you're above certain things that you have it under control. But when it's sin, it is never under control. When it's sin, the devil always will use it to try to drag you down and pull you down. And uh, that's what happened with Adam and Eve here. And uh, the Bible tells us that God had told Adam and Eve not to eat of a certain tree. God said, you can eat of any tree in this garden. You can have any tree in this garden. You can have the fruit off any of these trees except for this one. And God said, the day you eat of it, You will surely die. And so what does the serpent come and say to Eve? The serpent comes to Eve and says, you surely will not die, for God knows that on the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. And so the devil takes what God says and twists it. The devil will take what God says in your life and he will twist it every single time. He will take what God has told you. He'll take what God has, has placed down in your heart. He'll take the vision that God has given to you, and he will pervert everything that God has spoken to you and try to get you to doubt God. And so many times, if he can get us to doubt what God said, then he can pull us over into sin. And that's what he was doing with Adam and Eve here. He said, you surely won't die. God just doesn't want you to be like him. So you make God out to be the bad guy. God's given you all these rules. God's making you follow all these directions. And really, he just doesn't want you to be on his level. He's the bad guy, is what Satan was saying about God here. And uh, the Bible says, when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasing to the eyes and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she gave to her husband with her and he ate. And then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. The Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. And he said, who told you you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, the woman who you gave to be with me, she gave me the fruit of the tree, and I ate. So God comes walking through the garden in the cool of the day. God comes walking through the garden, and and he probably did this all the time. And he met with Adam and Eve, and he had fellowship with Adam and Eve. This tells me that Adam and Eve probably knew that he was coming through the garden at a certain point in the day. They probably knew that he was coming to meet with them at a certain point in the day. And so Adam and Eve, when they sinned, they heard him. They knew God's sound. They knew how he he walked. They knew how he talked. They knew they had been around God enough to know that he was coming to visit them. And when they heard that, they hid. Now, I want this to be my main point uh, for this podcast, because so often what people do when they sin, when they mess up, when they fall, is that they run and hide from God. They run and hide from God. They do. They stop uh, whatever they're doing. They stop serving God. They stop going to church. They stop listening for the voice of God. They stop praying and reading their word. And it's crazy to me that this is our first response, but it is scriptural. This is what happened with Adam and Eve. They distance themselves from God. They put something between them and God. They ran and they hid behind trees. And um, that's so often, I see it so often in the body of Christ today that people, when they mess up, their first inclination is to run from God. Their first inclination is to hide from God. And they will blame it on all sorts of things while they're not coming to church anymore. They'll blame certain people in the church. They'll say, well, this person did this to me or that person did that to me. And they, they're pulling back from God. They're using all sorts of things as an excuse, but really it's because of the guilt and because of the shame that they feel. And I address this so much on this podcast. If you go back through so many of my episodes, deal with, game, with, with uh, shame and, and deal with guilt and deal with fear and deal with these different issues, because I've dealt with it in my own life. I've dealt with these things in my own life. And I believe that one of my, my purposes is to pull people out of this and expose it, and expose the enemy for who he is, and expose what's really going on for what it is, and to tell you, listen, this is this is the devil, this is how he operates. If I can expose to you how's he, how he's operating in your life, and I can shine a light in that dark corner where he has been hiding and where he has been keeping you in bondage because that's what the devil does. That's how the devil works. He will get you off all by yourself and isolate you. And the first thing that people do that, that sin or that mess up is they go and hide and they self-isolate. They stop talking to people that they know care about them. They stop talking to people that are there for them. They stop talking to their prayer partners and and prayer warriors and mentors. They stop doing all the things that they knew to do. They stop going to church and they say it's for this reason or for that reason. But at the end of the day, it's because shame has crept in because the enemy has drugged them back into a pattern of sin. And I'm telling you, this is how he works. This is how the devil works. There is absolutely... Not one person that has not fallen. There's not one person that has not messed up. The Bible says that we all, like sheep, have gone astray. Every person has sinned. Every person has messed up. But the grace of God is there to cover it. The grace of God is there to pull us back out. And I love the grace of God. I love the grace of God. I don't like this greasy grace message that gets preached so many times where people are just told they're allowed to do whatever they want to do, you know, with no consequences or anything like that. I don't like that message, but what I do like is that on the other hand, the grace of God does cover everything and the grace of God does over overshadow us. The grace of God does overtake us. The grace of God does when we, and the key is, I believe to receiving the grace of God, the key is. It's a matter of the heart. It's a matter of the heart. The grace of God is there for the repentant heart. The grace of God is there for the one who hates when they mess up, who hates when they sin. The grace of God is there for the one who has difficulty in their life and and who just can't break the chains of bondage. The grace of God is there for that person. I don't like the message of grace that says, Just live however you want to in blatant sin and blatant disregard for God's word and and disobedience to God's word and grace will cover you there. I don't like that message, but I do like the message that no matter what you've done, if you have a repentant heart and if your sin upsets you and if you feel like a nobody and you feel like nothing, you feel like a beggar in the kingdom of God, the grace of God will meet you there. And I believe that's what it's about. It's about your heart. And so, I'm coming to you today with this podcast to just tell you, listen, when you mess up, when you sin, every single person messes up. Every single person sins. Every single person thinks a thought that they didn't want to think. Every single person says something that they didn't want to say. Every single person does something that they didn't want to do. I'm telling you, Paul said the things i don't want to do i do and the things i do want to do i don't do he said i've got all kinds of <laughs> i've got all kinds of things in my life that that he said listen it's all these things that i don't want to do i still end up doing them the things i hate i still end up doing them and he says when i want to do right i don't do right i do wrong and there are so many people In the Christian world, there's so many people in church that describes you as well. Listen, you don't have to, you don't have to run from God. You don't have to hide from God. Too many people run and hide from God. When you mess up, when you sin, when you fall, God wants you to come to him. God wants you to come to him. He doesn't want you to go the other direction. He doesn't want you to be afraid of him. He paid the price on Calvary for you to be saved. He paid the price, full price. He didn't get a bargain. He didn't get a discount. He paid full price. It was the only way. It was the only way. He got your salvation with the highest price. He purchased it with the highest price. And so when God did that, I don't believe that God sent his very own son uh, and and had him die on a cross to purchase your soul so that he could make it as hard to get into heaven as possible. I don't believe that God sent Jesus to die on a cross and, and have that terrible, horrible death just to look at you and say my grace isn't going to cover your sin i don't believe that i believe that god paid full price you were purchased with a price the bible says i believe that god sent jesus to die on the cross for you not so that he could look at you and say no your sin isn't covered he did that so that he could look at you and say you're forgiven my grace is sufficient for you. I cover your sins with the blood. You are are no longer at fault for what you've done. You are no longer at blame for what you've done. And he looks at us when we go to him and ask for forgiveness. He looks at us and he, he sees that blood that Jesus shed on the cross and he stamps our record paid in full. He stamps our debts paid in full. And that's what I wanna to come to you today and tell you, listen, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'll hammer this point home until I can't anymore. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter how bad you've been. You say, well, I did this and I did that, and and there's no way that God could possibly love me after all that I've done. I've got news for you, friend. Yes, he does. He loves you. He, he wants you. He accepts you as long as you come to him and you say God I hate what I've done forgive me for it I I repent I'm sorry for it and if you have a broken heart over what you've done and you're sorry for it and you hate it I'm telling you right now there is no way that God's gonna look at you and turn you away absolutely no way absolutely no way God is a God of forgiveness He's a God of mercy. He's a God of grace. And I'm telling you today, he loves you beyond anything you could ever imagine. But on the other hand, what the devil likes to do is he likes to get you to run and hide from God. And if he can get you to run and hide from God, then you won't go to God and repent and you won't go to God and ask for forgiveness. And that's what he's trying to get you to do right now. If he's got you worked up and got you feeling miserable over your sin and got you feeling like God doesn't care or God doesn't want you, I'm telling you right now, that's a plan of the enemy. And the enemy will beat you down and try to get you to not run to God. But you know what? God wants you to run to him. God didn't pay the price so that you could run from him. God paid the price so that you could run to him. Run to God with your mess. Run to God with your shame. Run to God with your guilt. God is everywhere all at the same time. He sees it all. He saw it all anyway. He saw you when you were in your sin. He saw you when you messed up. He did not run from you then. The devil will convince you that you need to run from him now. I'm telling you right now, God wants you to run to him with your mess. God wants you to run to him with your guilt. Run to him with your shame. Run to him with the pain that you feel. Run to him with it. No matter how far it's gone, no matter how bad you've messed up, God is not in the business of writing people off. He's not in the business of saying this is your last chance. He's not in the business of saying you don't get any more tries. God is a merciful God. His mercies are new every single morning. And all you've got to do is take it to him. And so I'm telling you today, and if you go back and listen to all my podcasts from the last probably year or year and a half, you're going to hear a bunch of other messages that sound similar to this one. But I'm telling you, God's a God of reconciliation. He wants you. He loves you. And if one person hears that, and one person's life is changed by that message, then I've done my job. And and have if every podcast I've ever recorded and every message I've ever preached gets that message to one person and one person's life has changed, then I've done my job. Because I'm here to tell you that God is a God who wants you. He's a God who who wants you personally. We look at so often we look at everybody else and we say, well God's doing this for them God's doing that for that person. God healed that person, but we don't believe it for ourselves. God did a miracle or blessed that person over there. But we don't believe that God will do it for us. I'm here to tell you God is as a personal God to you as He is to anybody or as He is to anyone that was in the old or New Testament. God is a personal God to you. He loves you. He loves you as an individual. He loves your soul. He loves your spirit. And He died for you. He died for you. He didn't just die for somebody that you think is a good person. He didn't just die for somebody that you think needs him more than you, he died for you and his blessings apply to you and the scripture applies to you and he loves you more than you could ever imagine. And so I'm telling you today, no matter what you're facing, no matter what you've been through, no matter what you've been bound up in, no matter how you tripped up and messed up, I'm telling you today, God is a personal God to you and he wants you. He refused. He refused to go through eternity without giving you an opportunity to come to him. And so how sad it must make him when we sin and run and hide behind the trees like Adam and Eve did in the garden. How sad it must make him because he's looking at us saying, I have all this grace, I have all this mercy, and my people don't even understand it. My people don't have a concept of how much I love them and how much I care. My people don't understand that I am willing to pour out my grace on them, my mercy on them. What an awesome God! We're an awesome God, and I'm telling you right now. Maybe this is for one person. Maybe this is for a bunch of people. But God says, "Stop running." God says, stop running from him. Stop hiding behind the trees in the garden. He's coming to see you. God knew that Adam and Eve messed up when they messed up and he still showed up to see him. God knew that Adam and Eve sinned. He knew it. So he wasn't coming to zap him. He wasn't coming to beat him over the head. He was coming because he wanted to know Wanted them to know that he had grace and mercy for them. And today, if you're in need of grace and mercy, got new, good news for you. The same God of the garden, the same God of the cross, of the resurrection, the same God of all that is the God for you today. He loves you very much. There's absolutely nothing you can do, absolutely nothing you can do to run him off, to scare him off but the devil will try to convince you that you need to run from him. And that's absolutely not the case at all. Today, I wanna pray a prayer over you. I wanna pray the sinner's prayer first of all. You need to know the Lord if you don't know him, if you're not walking with him. Maybe you were close to him at one point, but you're not as close now, I'm telling you. There's no greater joy in life than serving the Lord and knowing that you have him by your side come to the Lord today, just pray a prayer like this. Say, Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I know I'm a sinner, but I believe Jesus died on the cross and he's your son and that his blood can cover my sins. So wash me in that blood. Forgive me of every sin. Help me to live for you. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen you prayed that prayer, please let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Send me a message on any of my social media, comment on this podcast, and I will be happy to reach out to you, pray with you, give you some further direction. But I want to pray over you today that if you were one of the ones who feels like you need to run from God when you mess up, that you'll know that your Father loves you beyond anything that anyone could ever describe. And then instead of running away from him, you need to run to him because he's got grace and mercy for you. Father God, I pray right now that my brother, my sister, listening to this podcast would know, God, that you love them and that your grace and mercy is for them. And God, there's absolutely nothing that they could have done to make you run from them. God, there's absolutely nothing that they've done that could make you want to wash your hands in them. So Lord, right now I pray in the name of Jesus that as they listen to this podcast and maybe even go back and re-listen to it, they would understand, God, that you want them and you love them beyond anything they could have ever imagined. God, that you have grace for them, you have mercy for them, that will free them from the bondages and from the sin that they've been living in. God, that you have grace that says, don't go hide from me, but come to me, run to me. And God, I thank you that as they run to you, as they come to you, Lord, they will find that mercy that they've been looking for. They'll find that peace that they've been looking for. God, I pray right now that you would guard them. I plead the blood of Jesus over their minds. God, I pray that you would expose every lie that the enemy has told them and that they would see truth. And God, as the truth is revealed, they'll begin to respond to it and act upon it. And God, that they'll see that you are with them. And God, you've never left their side. God, I pray that you counteract everything the enemies tried to tell them about themselves. or that they would know that you are love. And God, that you want them more than anything they could ever imagine. So God, I thank you for freedom. I thank you for healing. I thank you, God, that you're speaking to them even now. And God, that as they run to you instead of run from you, they're going to receive everything that they need. God, I thank you for my listeners. Thank you for every single person who's heard this podcast. I ask you bless them this week. I ask that you watch over them this week. God be with their families. I speak healing, I speak life, I speak deliverance, I speak peace. And God, I ask for you to move in a mighty way in their lives. In Jesus' holy, precious name I pray, amen, amen. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. I will talk to you next week right here on the Faith Talk Podcast. Have a great week, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Faith Talk Podcast. If you would like to connect with the host, you can do so on Facebook at Caleb Schaefer Ministry, on Instagram at Caleb underscore Schaefer, or by visiting www.calebshaefer.com. Be sure to check out Caleb's worship albums on iTunes, Amazon Music, and wherever digital music is sold or streamed. If you've been encouraged today, please share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. May God bless you, And remember to tune in next week for another episode of the Faith Talk podcast.